Welcome to the Talking Tenancies podcast, brought to you by the Residential Tenancies Authority. I'm your host, Belinda Hyde. Join me as we explore everything you need to know about renting in Queensland with experts from the RTA and industry. We're here to help make renting work for everyone. Whether students are renting in-purpose built student accommodation, sharing a house with others or going it alone in a unit, it's important they understand their tenancy rights and responsibilities. For some students, this may be their first time away from home and renting on their own or their first time in Australia. Students are encouraged to read their agreement and ask questions to clarify expectations before they sign and be aware that they should receive a receipt for any money they pay. Today's expert from the RTA is Kate Edmonds. Welcome, Kate. Thank you, Belinda. Good now, to be here. Now, can you tell us about your role at the RTA and what you're responsible for? Yes, yeah, certainly. I am a quality and training officer here at the RTA. I'm responsible for ensuring our operational people get the best possible support. Um, that's in order to help them deliver accurate and consistent customer service. And I do this by um, coaching, training and um, knowledge management. And what an amazing job you do. Now, uh, today we're talking about uh, students renting in Queensland and uh, starting a tenancy is real. it's really important that you get it right uh, when you're a first-time renter. So before you start looking for rentals, what are some of the things you need to consider? That's right, Belinda. It's really important to make sure when we uh, uh, students are starting the tenancy off um, strong, um, there are a few things they should consider when studying their research. Firstly, you want to pick a rental property that meets your needs. Consider things like public transport options, distance to the nearest shops, parking options if you have a car, distance to your place of work and study. You may also want to think about types of rentals you'd be willing to consider. There are all kinds of options, such as renting a room in an existing share house, starting a share house with friends, uh, living in a private rental of your own, renting a room in purpose-built student accommodation. You might not be able to find something like you like in the format you want, so it's not nice to know your options and cast a wider net before making a decision. Lastly, consider what is your budget. You may prefer to share accommodation with someone else so it can be a bit cheaper for both of you. As a prospective tenant, you don't need to sign the agreement straight away. Take some time to read it carefully and make sure you understand everything that's in the agreement. Ask the manager or provider questions about anything you don't understand. Make sure you, you, you make your decision about the rental property within five days. The tenancy agreement will include the weekly rent for the rental property. Know what the rent includes. For example, does it include water, electricity, garden maintenance? And there could be several other things, but make sure you know what it includes. Make sure you also check whether your tenancy finishes on a date that is suitable for you. Leases usually go for about six or 12 months. If this time frame, time frame doesn't suit your schedule, you can try to negotiate a different length for the tenancy agreement with your manager or provider. If there is no specified end date, it means you will be renting the property for an indefinite amount of time until either party decides to not continue. There are different types of agreement, tenancy agreements depending on the type of rental property. I won't go into detail here, but to find out more, you can listen to our previous podcast episode about tenancy, tenancy agreements 
or visit the RTA website. Most tenancy agreements will include special terms to clarify expectations around keeping pets, pools, lawns, garden maintenance and water charging. If you don't understand or don't agree with some of these special terms, you can ask questions and try to negotiate a change. If you are entering into a tenancy with other people, make sure you are clear on who is listed as a tenant on the tenancy agreement with you because you will be sharing the rights and responsibilities of the tenancy with them. This also means if they damage something or don't pay the rent and then you leave, you could be responsible. Oh, so important to be across that one. Now, yeah, I mean, for those who don't know, what is a rental bond and who does it go to? A rental bond is like a security deposit and it's paid at the start of the tenancy. It is not compulsory, though, for the manager or provider to request a bond, but it is fairly common practice. If the manager or provider takes a bond, they must provide a receipt to the person who paid the money and lodge it with the RTA for safekeeping within 10 days. A tenant can lodge their bond directly with the RTA using the bond lodgement web service or the bond lodgement paper form. They can also pay it to the manager or provider who will lodge the bond on on their behalf. Once your bond is lodged with the RTA, you will get an official notification from the RTA about your bond with a bond number. At the end of the tenancy, if no money is owed to the property manager for rent, damages, cleaning or other costs, tenants may receive the full refund of their bond. Now, what is an entry condition report and when do you complete it? Yes, this is a very important one to um, remember. So an entry condition report is a report that helps you and the property manager or owner record what the condition of the rental property is when you moved in. The manager or provider should give you an entry condition report when you move into the property. In the report, the manager or provider will indicate if each item on the list is clean, undamaged and working. You, as the tenant, can agree or disagree with the condition of the items by including your own comments in the report. I recommend that you take photos while completing the entry condition report so you have some evidence to support your comments, especially if something is damaged or needs repairing. This will be especially helpful at the end of the tenancy when you need to return the property back to the same condition as when you moved in. The tenant must return the completed entry condition report to the manager or provider within three days of receiving it. The manager provider then has 14 days to send the tenant a copy of the final signed and completed report. Yeah, it's so important in an entry condition report that you put as many comments in there as you can because uh, the more detail you've got, the the better off you'll be. Now, what happens if you enter into a tenancy partway through an agreement? There are three ways this can happen. So you may have taken over the agreement from a previous tenant or you may have been added to the agreement as a new tenant or you may be subletting from the original tenant. If you have taken over the agreement from a previous tenant and the previous tenant's portion of the bond, the previous tenant should complete what we call a change of bond contributor's request. This will ensure the portion of the bond is transferred to you and it makes the bond refund process much smoother at the end of the tenancy. The RTA's Change of Bond Contributors web service lets you do this quickly and easy online. Otherwise, there is a paper form you can complete for the same request. If you 
move in partway through a tenancy, you will be responsible for the original entry condition report that was completed when the tenancy first began. Make sure you agree and are aware of the comments and conditions indicated on this report. If you're subletting, it will be a head tenant and subtenant scenario, which we've covered in a different podcast episode. You can listen to that and find out more. Yeah, it's important to know the difference between a tenant and a bond contributor there. So, um, and again, using our Change of Bond Contributors web service makes that so easy so you know who's on the bond and who's not. Exactly. Now, during it's a seamless process. Yeah, so easy. During a tenancy, mm. there's um, also some important processes we need to be aware of as a first-time renter. What do we need mm-hmm. to know about inspections and maintaining the property? Yeah. First of all, one of your main responsibilities is to make sure your rent is paid on time. Secondly, in terms of maintaining the property, you should keep the place clean and tidy and free from damage. Sometimes further responsibilities and expectations are outlined in the special terms of the agreement, and that is why reading through the whole agreement is so important. Throughout your tenancy, there may be regular inspections by the manager or provider to check that the accommodation has been kept tidy and in a good condition, and also check if there's no issues that need to be fixed. If the manager or provider needs to inspect the property, they need to follow the rules for entering a rental property and give you the appropriate notice about their entry. If you've identified repairs that need are needed in the property, it's best to contact the manager or provider first. If you have a verbal conversation, document it in writing, such as sending an email to confirm what was said. Yeah, so important you know your rights there too because you don't just want a managing party storming on in and, you know, exactly. entering the place without any notice. And also documenting what was said too is so important mm. as well. Yeah. Mm. So what if something goes wrong and there's a disagreement between the tenant and the property manager? Mm. Most tenancies tend to go smoothly, but if an issue does come up, speak to the other person in the first instance and try to work together to find a solution. Most of the time there is a disagreement because of misunderstandings or miscommunications or people just having assumptions. We've got a lot of tips on good open communication steps you can take to resolve a dispute on our website. Whatever the outcome, remember to put any agreements you have reached in writing. This makes sure that everyone is on the same page and the next steps are clear. If you can't come to an agreement with the other person, you can request free dispute resolution at the RTA. Our conciliators can help parties find a mutually agreeable solution while preserving the relationship. Yes, our dispute resolution service uh, is so helpful for so many people and it stops things getting out of hand sometimes. So, Make sure you reach out and get some help. It's free. Um, So we have that service there. Of course, all good things must come to an end, Kate. What do we look Mm -hmm. out for when it's time to end a tenancy? Mm. When the tenancy is coming to an end, the manager or provider may offer to renew or extend your current lease. If they don't or if you haven't negotiated an extension or you decide not to stay, then a notice to end the tenancy must be given in writing. Getting their bond back is usually the next step to tick off the list for a lot of people. To maximise the chance of getting all of your bond back when you move out, make sure the property is returned to the same condition as you first received it when you moved in at the beginning of your tenancy. To make sure the condition is the same as it was, you'll need to complete what we call an exit conditional report. Now, this is why the entry condition report is so important. 
At the end of the tenancy, you compare the condition of the property to the condition that was recorded on the entry condition report. If the condition of the report at the start and at the end matches and are the same, then you are more likely to be able to get all of your bond back. Of course, we can recommend that you take photos when completing the exit report to support your comments and your notes. Once you've left the property, return the keys to your manager provider and the tenancy is ended, either you or the manager provider can request the bond refund. Remember that bonds are refunded into Australian bank accounts only. International money transfers and checks will not be issued. So if you're an international student, don't close your Australian bank account before you get your bond back. That's some really useful uh, tips to know if you're an international student. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess we just really need to reinforce the fact that just keep as much detail as you possibly can. It really covers you should there be a disagreement anywhere along the way. Well, thank you, Kate, for helping us to get a greater understanding of all we need to know as a student renting in Queensland. Thank you, Belinda. Thank you for listening to the Talking Tenancies podcast. For more information about the Residential Tenancies Authority, visit rta.qld.gov.au.